Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill, and Merry Christmas. It's Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. More states trying to give Trump the boot. Rite Aid rebuked. Memorial will be torn down. And that's one rich gardener. That is all coming up. And then Bill is going to be here with your message of the day. But first, the Lieutenant Governor of California has asked the Secretary of State of California to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. In California, it seems that the play from the Democrats is to get as many states on board as possible with Colorado to apply more pressure to the Supreme Court. Then when the Supreme Court rules against these states, because obviously they will, then let's say 25 states are on the side of kicking them off the ballot. Then the Supreme Court overturns it and the media will say, oh, uh, the illegitimate Supreme Court is taking away the voice of the people. It's anti-democracy and blah, blah. Alan Dershowitz says, in the 60 years I've been practicing and teaching law, I've never seen a decision that's so anti-democratic and so unconstitutional. It's absurd. The idea that the 14th Amendment was supposed to substitute for the impeachment provision, carefully drafted by the framers, is wrong. Rite Aid has been using facial recognition software when you enter the stores, and a little alert would go off to the person working there that you are a known shoplifter. Well, they've agreed not to use the software for five years after accusations that the software is racist or that it has disproportionately affected people of color. The Federal Trade Commission says Rite Aid's reckless use of facial surveillance systems left its customers facing humiliation and other harm. After George Floyd died, there was a congressional committee that decided to remove all of the names, symbols, displays, monuments, and paraphernalia that honor or commemorate the Confederate States of America. Well, the latest victim is a beautiful statue in Arlington Cemetery. That would be the Union's Cemetery. It was a statue of reconciliation dedicated in 1914. Reconciliation between the North and the South. Well, they were taking it down. A judge put a pause to it. But the very next day, yesterday, he said that the statue can indeed be removed. This is what the left does. They tear things down. An 80-year-old man wants to adopt his gardener. A few more details here will help. The 80-year-old man is the fifth-generation descendant of the founder of the luxury company Hermes. He wants to adopt his gardener so that he can bequeath his fortune to him instead of giving it to his foundation. The Hermes family is the third richest family in the world, and this gardener is probably about to be the richest gardener in the world. 13 
billion. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Thursday, as you may know, the Colorado Supreme Court has ruled 4-3 to three that Donald Trump cannot be on the state's presidential ballot. This is a totalitarian decision that besmirches the state forever. The judges ruled the former president took part in an insurrection, their words, on January 6th, therefore is not eligible for political office in Colorado. But Mr. Trump has not been convicted of anything. So the court is abrogating his due process rights, which is unconstitutional and possibly illegal. In the USA, you are innocent until proven guilty. That applies to the radical leftists masquerading as honest officers of the court in Colorado. Judges can't just convict a person of something. The Colorado Supreme Court is violating Donald Trump's rights, and its abhorrent decision will be overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court. But the larger problem is a growing trend by leftist judges and prosecutors to simply ignore the Constitution. That is dangerous. Yes, there is a right to appeal, but the massive expense to fight totalitarian court rulings aids the corruption. In the end, Donald Trump will be on the ballot in Colorado and all of the other 49 states. Wait and see. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Okay, let's go to the mail. We've got Sharon. So the priests can bless same-sex couples, but they still can't be married in the Catholic Church. This sounds like an appeasement to the DEI people to include gays in the Catholic Church's recognition. Why not recognize them, though? Look, you're gay, you're gay. What do I care? I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I, I I I stay out of all of that. But the church is trying to bring compassion to the world. So they're not, Catholic Church is not condoning homosexuality. They're not promoting it. They're just saying if a gay couple comes in and wants to be, get a blessing, that the priest can give them a blessing. I don't, I don't see what the downside to that is. I, you know, I just don't. Scott Banning, Tucson, Arizona. Bill, you're not short on courage. Thank you for all you do. I appreciate that compliment, Scott. You said you think Ron DeSantis voters will flow to Trump if he drops out of the race. I disagree. I think they'll go to Nikki Haley because both served as governors and ran southern states. And uh, the reason they're voting for DeSantis is they don't like Trump. In all of the polling they, uh, on the Republican side, Scott, they ask if 
you don't have this person, who's your second choice? And the DeSantis voters overwhelmingly say Trump. So you can disagree with me. I'm just giving you the facts because we do fact-based analysis. If DeSantis drops out after Iowa, which I believe he will get waxed there, um, I think Trump will benefit. In a moment, something you might not know. America is on trial. Join me, Josh Hammer, as we examine the presidential election through the only lens that truly matters, the legal proceedings of Donald Trump and the Biden crime family. This new daily podcast examines breaking news and analyzes the biggest questions facing the country. Can the former president, Donald Trump, get a fair trial? Can Trump be disqualified from the ballot? Can Joe Biden pardon his son, Hunter? Can Trump even pardon himself? We cover all the action every morning. Listen to America on Trial, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 403 years ago today, a small group of English separatists came ashore at Plymouth, Massachusetts. After 66 days at sea, the religious fanatics, known as the Old Comers, had finally arrived in the New World. Here is the story of that harrowing journey. In the early 17th century, the British monarchy began persecuting people who opposed the Church of England. So the Puritans, as they were called, had to get out. Their ship, the Mayflower, departed Great Britain in September 1620. The boat was built to haul timber, not human beings. The 3,000-mile voyage lasted more than two months. 102 passengers, including three pregnant women and a dozen children, huddled below deck because temperatures on the open ocean were too cold, freezing. The people could not go up on deck. One of them disobeyed the order and wound up in the ocean. Now, the cramped quarters and damp conditions quickly spread disease among the Mayflower passengers. Their diet consisted entirely of stale bread, dried meat, and beer because water was polluted on the boat. The captain missed his original destination of Virginia, instead arriving off the coast of Cape Cod. That's a pretty big miss. On December 21, 1620, the exhausted colonists departed the ship, wrote their leader, William Bradford, in his journal, quote, We have arrived in Good Harbor. We fell upon our knees and blessed the God of heaven who brought us over the vast and furious ocean, unquote. And here's something else you might not know. The Puritans' original plan was to set sail aboard two boats. Second vessel called a Speedwell would carry half of the Puritans and their cargo. But after leaving England, the Speedwell began to sink. So all the people were crowded onto the Mayflower. Against all odds, just one passenger perished during the harrowing journey. For more stories about the voyage of the Puritans, please check out my bestseller, Killing the Witches. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.